This is the Anything Goes with Jackson Neal podcast. Welcome back to Anything Goes. I'm your host, Jackson Neal, here for episode number 131-131. Today's guest is Jack Clatt, who just recently released his project, Ain't the Same, talking with him about that. Before we jump into that conversation, though, I want to remind everyone that this podcast is available on all of your favorite streaming platforms. That includes Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, SoundCloud. Also, make sure to give this podcast a rating and subscribe to it as well so you get the new episodes every single Tuesday and Thursday. So Jack has been on tour recently. He's currently on tour. And he came through Philadelphia, and when he came through Philly, I got the chance to speak with him to talk about this project, Ain't the Same. He told me about um, the process, what it was like recording it. It was one of his first projects where he really kind of had some money backing it, some you know, some label money, um, some a real amount of time to sit back and work on a project, go to the studio, go work with some musicians, and really flush out a complete and full sound like he's never been able to before. So I talked with him what it was like to be able to do that, and maybe some of the challenges and some of the ways he was in new ways he was inspired with this record so it was just a really really fun conversation i had with jack and with that let's jump right into it how's this tour been going so far uh pretty good yeah it's been we've done a lot of driving came all the way down from minneapolis to atlanta over to you know we hit up nashville and we're hanging in Carborough, North Carolina for a little bit. And yeah, now we're going up the coast on our way to Toronto. Oh, there you go. The traveling life of the of a tour, right? Just yeah. Living out of a car basically and just going city to city. Lots of hotel rooms and <laughs> yeah, it's great. Um, so you're you're touring for your latest record, latest project, Ain't the Same. Can you just tell me a little bit about that project and like the process behind it? About the record? About the record. Making it? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, we recorded it in Chicago. Um, my buddy John James Tourville, who's playing the show with us tonight, too, he's on this tour. Uh, he was involved in the sessions, and then a couple Chicago guys in, in the rhythm department uh, drummer Alex Hall and uh, Casey McDonough. Alex did a lot of work. I don't know if you're familiar with like JD McPherson. Okay. He recorded his stuff, and uh, he's one of the best drummers I know, and he also engineered the whole thing. He's got a studio and He's recorded a bunch of people up there. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, so we did it like, it took about, I don't know, about eight months to get it completed. But most of the live tracking was done in two weeks. Okay. And then I went back and, you know, did a little bit of tracking and singing and adding some little bells and whistles here and there. It's a Just little frosting on the cupcake or whatever you want to call it. I've heard in some interviews, it's like, you can, you can just mess with a record for almost forever you can almost never release an album because there's always some little pocket totally. here some little sound there you want to add yeah, to yeah. It. yeah i mean it's like a painting you know like mm-hmm. a true work of art is never complete exactly but you, you get to a point where it's like okay i think it's good i feel good about it i mean that's a that's my goal is just to feel proud of it and that the song comes through and mm-hmm. You know, that's the main concern for me. Is there usually a specific moment, maybe when you finish an album, where you're like, okay, this is done. This is, I don't need any more, any more tweaks to it. This is the completed record. Uh, I don't know. It's out, Sometimes it can be a little hairy, but um, yeah, I mean, there, there is always more you can do. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. 
Um, so I want to get into that name a little bit because I understand that the um, that one of the, that the track actually with the, t with the title in it, you didn't actually write that one. No. That was the one track you didn't yep, write. Yep, yep. So why did you choose that for the name? I guess. Well, when when you're choosing a trying to figure out what to call a record, you know, the first thing I usually look at is the song titles, mm -hmm. and and that one just kind of seemed to sum up a lot of different things. I mean, it was like a musical direction thing where it's a lot different than what I've done in the past. Um, and it's also, I feel like culturally the world is a lot different than it was maybe just a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. Lots where I feel like the world is changing very quickly right now. And, and, uh, yeah. And I, and I, after I decided that that was kind of a cool vibe, I thought it was great that I didn't write that track because the record was, uh, you know, it was a true collaboration with everyone involved. Like it was the, the production, you know, I was the producer, technically speaking, and in, in the sense that I, I brought everyone together and I wrote the songs and I had final say over what was going to happen. Mm -hmm. But everybody who was involved in the sessions and John James Tourville wrote It Ain't the Same. He was my good buddy who recorded on it. And uh, it just seemed like a good way to acknowledge that you know it's not just me yeah exactly you know in it's, a way it's too. a collaborative it's like kind of everyone's everyone's contributing yeah, to this thing. yeah the production was kind of anarchistic in a way where it was just like we all figured out our own parts and we played around with lots of different ideas mm -hmm. while we were recording too because we'd never been a band before so we spent a lot of time on it just kind of figuring out what we could do and some of the songs even went down different paths you know we had a couple tracks that were where we got two versions that were totally different you know which is fun yeah exactly it's then you can kind of like pick pick and choose what parts of one can create and either right. go w down one direction or kind of pick the road in between yeah yeah um but i, I find that funny you mentioned you know the world changes so fast because i you know i see that nowadays i think a lot of people would agree with that it's been a couple of years since your last project i mean i guess for you maybe how's maybe either your world changed or just how have things changed with you in the, in that time since the last project? Oh, I'm getting a little older, I guess. And uh, I, I mean, I uh, got some label support with this record, which is a huge deal for me. Um, I kind of started taking music a little more seriously as opposed to just... I, I, I used to be allergic to the word career, if that makes any sense, mm -hmm. you know? And uh, I finally decided that this was something I want to pursue is uh, something that had, you know, looking for some longevity, you know? Mm -hmm. And yeah, I think uh, deciding to tour, you know, and having some help with all that stuff too, with a label and a booker and, you know, all these things. All that, that business. Right, right. Yeah, but I've been getting more in the biz, which is uh, kind of fun mm -hmm. in some ways um, and stressful in others, <laughs> yes. you know? But it's, it's all about the music at the end of the day. What made you, I guess, decide that and not be so allergic to that word career and decide this is what I really want to do? Um, well, I, I think I'm kind of at the point where I don't know what else to do. I've been doing it for so long. I'm just kind of, I'm not stuck mm -hmm. by any means, but, you know, I don't have a college education or, uh, you know, uh, I know how to weld. Mm. I have some skills, but mm -hmm. at the end of the day, like, I, I, I don't know what, it's it's a funny job and it kind of chooses you and i've heard people 
describe it that way, and it's totally true. Where you're just like, yeah, I, I would die if I couldn't play music. You know, this is this is my it's, creative outlet. This, is, this is the thing. It. This is yeah. what I do without if I didn't do this. Totally, thing. totally. That's how you usually know you found the right that you found the right path. You found the right career is when you can say, Oh yeah, this is what I want to do, and I can't see myself doing anything. Else. Yeah, and and you know, the life of a touring musician is a lot of hours. Mm -hmm. You know, we 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 drive, we set up, we sound check. Um, we play a show, we load up, we drive, you know, you're looking at like 10, 12 hour days mm -hmm. and it's crazy. It's just city to city. It's yeah, yeah, show. yeah, yeah. It's crazy. I mean, you really have to love it mm -hmm. to do it. I, I think a lot of people who, who, uh, want to get in, into the business or, or, or get into the life. It's more of a lifestyle mm -hmm. than a business, but a lot of people don't know what they're getting into. I would, I would say that's more of a lifestyle than a business because it's like, I noticed with the music business, it's just like when, you know, interacting with touring artists, it's like, where, where does that line between this? It is consuming my life being on tour. How is that just business? This is everything to me. This is my entire life. So I kind of like that description of it's more of a lifestyle yeah, yeah. than a business decision. Well, yeah. And like, especially playing with a band, you know, you got to be with every aspect of, of this life, you know, the people that you work with. And I think this applies to anything like mm -hmm. whether you're working in a shop or like on a contracting crew you know you really have to work with people that you enjoy being around mm -hmm. that is so important and i think it's really important for us too just because we're in a van together all the time oh yeah you know a lot of our what we do is can sometimes it's like sitting around and waiting you mm -hmm. know it's it's so strange it's that hurry hurry up get ready to wait yeah, you know like totally sound checks so you can then wait a couple hours before showtime yeah yeah so you mentioned, I think, a little bit a while ago um, with this record, you maybe wanted to take a little bit of a switch with your the, the sound of it a little bit. Yeah. How, why did you want to take that switch, and what kind of switch did you want to make with your sound? Well, I didn't really know what kind of switch I wanted to make. I just knew I wanted to spend more time on it. Mm -hmm. uh, in the past, all my records have been done just totally live, and I just I got these songs, let's do them as fast as possible. Got a little bit of money. Mm -hmm. You know, with this with this one, it was just like, Money was not an issue. Time was not an issue. The music was all that mattered. Oh, wow, yeah. And so I had the opportunity to just play around with sounds. And I'd never had that before. Mm -hmm. You know, so just like, there's so much you can do in a studio. It's insane. Yeah, I mean, the possibilities are endless. Exactly. And it's so much fun. <laughs> um, yeah, me and Alex playing around in the, in the studio when we were doing tracking sessions. It was just the two of us and be like man i really wish like we could get a tube on here or something and he'd be like how about fuzz guitar <laughs> you know and then we'd play around with that and maybe it wouldn't go anywhere but we'd just be like in but, but, but it's possible if you could if someone could see us we'd probably just look like a couple of 12 year old kids <laughs> like giggling and just like oh my god i can do this i can do that i can, yeah, yeah. I can throw this effect on there I you can, can do, do anything yeah. and the beauty of it is you can listen back to what you did mm -hmm. and decide if you like it or not you exactly know? and, and same with my singing too like i'd never had that opportunity to to sing something and then listen back to it and decide if i want to keep that or not or mm -hmm. maybe i'd hear a little something that i could do better i think my singing voice like grew a lot oh, just from hearing myself and tweaking it a little bit you know? did he try like any like maybe different vocal techniques throughout this process no, too or, or is, well, it, or is, just, I, I is it just hearing yourself that made such a difference i think just yeah just hearing myself i suppose and uh i don't know it's i, I was never formally trained so 
I don't know, vocal technique. I don't know how to speak that language, but yeah, I'm sure like, yeah. I could I could hear like maybe my my vowels are sounding like a particular vowel was like that's weird I need to zone in on that and like fix that you know mm -hmm. I can do that better and clearer mm -hmm. you know but it sounds like you really got the opportunity this time to just kind of spend the time spend more time than you ever have before just exactly. focusing on the music and it's kind of crazy the growth you can have as an artist the different twists and turns you can make with your sound when you get that right, time right yeah um, pretty fun stuff. <laughs> And it's also with the whole studio aspect, it's the thing of anything's possible, but also sometimes that's great that that really helps you, you know, create, but sometimes it becomes overwhelming and sometimes yeah. it's hard to then narrow that down. Like, okay, we got to come right. back to earth. We got to come back to limits the Limits are we, great. You know, yeah. being in a box is great or time limits are great mm -hmm. or money limits, you know, like anything that whittles away your choices can be very helpful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Did you, and you said you didn't really have many of those this time. I didn't really, but you know, as, as things went on, it was like, eh, I want to get this done. Gotcha. There's kind of, there's kind of, kind yeah, of a, yeah, limit, yeah. a limit for everything. Um, so I want, I want to talk about, we talked a little bit about this earlier, your hometown of, you're from, you know, from Minnesota. Yep. Yep. Uh, it was really cold out there in Philadelphia. You guys were like, man, it wasn't, it's not that bad, you not know. Not that bad. Could be worse. <laughs> I'm seeing my breath and I'm thinking this is freezing. Um, I, I've noticed that your hometown maybe come kind of comes into play, like maybe influencing your music. I've read I've read some things about that. How would you say your being from where you're from inspires you, and like maybe on, on this record particularly? Uh, Minneapolis has a really cool music scene. Uh, I I think it's I've heard it described as a rock and roll town. I don't know the Trashmen came out of there. I don't know if you know them. I've heard of them. Like yeah. the Surfing Bird and. The replacements, Husker mm -hmm. Du, like stuff like that. It's a it's a serious rock and roll town, but not a lot of people know that it's a big hub for the jazz scene. And there's a bunch of great songwriters that live there, and it's small enough where everything kind of mm -hmm. mixes together. You know, yeah. where like jazz guys are, like Lars, my drummer, who's going to be playing tonight. He does a bunch of jazz stuff in Minneapolis. Mm -hmm. He's a great drummer. Like he can do so many different things. But he also plays with a guy like me who's just like simple, you know, country kind of stuff or whatever you want to call it. You know, exactly. A mashup of like, I don't know, Americano, and a couple whatever of you want to call it. Yeah. I've never been I've never really liked the Americano word, but mm -hmm. I don't know what a better word to describe it as. Why don't you like that word, I guess? I, it's just like. Um, it sounds so throwback to me. Mm hmm. And I think there is like a new music that's happening mm -hmm. and we don't really have a way to talk about it or something. I don't know. It's definitely, it's kind of more folk music to me yeah. than Americana. It's kind of just like music that people make. Uh, yeah, but by, by saying Americana, you almost get those like, oh, it's like a, he's like a throwback kind of artist. Right, right. But it's like, no, I'm making contemporary music, I think. I'm making this. It's is like I'm writing songs right now. Yeah, like, I'm doing this in 2019. There's iPhones, there's everything. Right, this right, is, right. I'm not thinking of like old time, old time Americana kind of yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I could, I, could, I could definitely see that. Yeah, it's, you know, words are funny. Genres yeah. are funny. Genres are kind of weird. Right. You know, At the end of the day, like, music is music. Mm -hmm. Or like that Louis Armstrong quote where it's like good music. There's good music and bad music. That's it. Oh, I love it. Yeah, that's that. That's like gets at the heart of it. That's a perfect quote. Um, so I was doing a little research and I, and I saw something around that you traveled around the country and a little bit when you were younger. Yes. And even overseas for a little bit, right? Uh -huh. Yeah. What made you want to do that? Um, I don't know. I wanted to leave home. I had never, you know, I grew up in the Midwest. 
I wanted to go to California. I was kind of a, I don't know, when, back to, I guess back to, to help tell you about that, um, being allergic to the word career, I mean, I was basically just started traveling for about eight years. Oh, wow. And I was living, living out of a backpack and had my guitar with me and that was it. And I lived in San Francisco for a while. That was the first place I went and uh, got a little job at a coffee shop. And that lasted a little while. And then I went down the coast and kind of bounced around like Portland, Seattle and living in Santa Barbara for a little bit and lived in Texas for a little while, um, Texas for a little bit. And then uh, me and a buddy went out to Europe for quite a while, stayed there for like a year. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it was just, it's a big, beautiful world, you know? Yeah, you might as well go out and see it. I, I, Cause I, you know, reading that even earlier, you mentioned the whole being allergic to the word career. That's what kind of, it made me think of. It's like, Sometimes you just want to explore a little bit. You want to see all the possible avenues and everything. Right, right. So, is that something that you like? Is that something that you still kind of look back on and maybe get inspiration from your music now? Thinking about those things that happened over those course of the years traveling. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, touring is definitely a different way to to travel around. Different rhythm. <laughs> you know, I used to. It's. I used to like to stay in a town for like a month. Okay. Know? Well, you can't do that. Now, now, <laughs> That's we're doing like, now we're doing six or seven hours, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's just different. Mm -hmm. So I kind of want to go back back to the album just a little bit. Um, you said you were working in in Chicago on it with you know with some of your some people some people you knew, and you finally were able to have this time. You're finally able to have this just opportunity to um, spend you know spend that spend that time. Not really have those limitations on it. I guess I would just ask. What was that feeling like when it came out earlier this year? When you finally got to fi finally got to share it after you've been working on it for now, you said eight months, but probably writing for a lot longer than that even. It, it was great. I mean, well, it's kind of a, honestly, it's always kind of like, that's it? In a way, where it's like, oh, I've been listening to this for a while, mm -hmm. and all my close friends have heard it, you know? Yeah. And then it's out, and it's like, okay. Now people can listen to it. I don't know. It's always kind of just like weird. Yeah, it's always just like, It's oh, out there. And it, you know, those things, it takes a while for stuff in the music world to come back at you, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, it's it seems like six months or something until, like, that starts affecting your world. Like, it goes out and it bounces back and it's like, yeah. and, and then you're growing while all that happens, so... Mm -hmm. Sometimes you wish that uh, that you wish for that immediacy. Like I just dropped the album yesterday. Why isn't people aren't people like right. firing again? The opportunities just, already. Yeah, and it's yeah, like yeah. I get that. I can understand that feeling. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you have your record out. You have now. You're now fully in, into this tour. You're you know going to city to city, show to show. Just how are you feeling now? Looking forward to everything and just just in this moment, I guess. How are you feeling? I feel great. We're having a good time. Um, it's really fun to play music every night with a consistent band and th this band has been killing it. We've been having a lot of fun on stage and it's just getting better and better and better, which is, it's so fun to play a show and then be able to, I, I used to play solo a lot. <laughs> I do a lot of opening runs for people, um, just as a solo act and I'd always see the band that I was opening for, like they'd get off stage and be like. I think this could be better and this could be better. And I'd just be like, oh, man. I got to think about this in my own head. It's I don't like, have anyone to bounce ideas like, off of. That's really great, Jack. You did a good job, I think. Uh, you know, but it's so nice just to have 
people to make music with. I, I haven't had that. You know, the road's been pretty lonely for me, which is fine. Like, I don't mind it, but mm -hmm. I'm definitely having fun with a band. It's a new thing for me. Exactly. It's a little different. It's a, it ain't the same as it was before. Exactly. Well, thank you so much for doing this. Cheers to you, man. Again, a big thank you to Jack for coming onto the podcast. Remember, as always, go down into the show notes there. I have all the links like I always do. Links to, so you can check out Ain't the Same as well as a link to Jack's Instagram. So that way you can keep up to date with his live shows as well as to keep up to date with any new music he may have coming out in the future. And with that, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of the Anything Goes with Jackson Neal podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, make sure to subscribe and rate this podcast. You get new episodes every single Tuesday and Thursday. For more episodes of this, the archived episodes, as well as my music and sports discussion podcasts, go over to jacksonnealpodcast.com. I publish everything I record over there. If you're a really big fan of the show, maybe consider becoming a subscriber over on Patreon. Over there for just a couple bucks a month, you get access to bonus content from a lot of my interviews where I ask questions like what the musician's favorite song or album is at the time, if they could have dinner with anyone in history, who would it be? Just kind of fun questions that I normally don't get the chance to ask over the course of, a no of the regular interview. So head over to Patreon and check that out. You know, I write, record, produce, do everything for these podcasts myself as a full-time college student. So any little bit of support just help me, helps me spend more time making these. If you want to stay up to date on everything I'm doing, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at JacksonNeal20. Today's music is by Analog by Nature with their song CDK Sunday. Thanks again for listening. I'll see you all next time.